0: Hey there, we'll be back after these.
1: Don't forget to save the date the 2nd of October at the Windrush Bar Stoke Newington Old School Meets New School Soka Party presented by Domolution Promotions and Free 2 Express Entertainment.
2: You will be entertained by DJ Shyboy, DJ Specialist Mikey Afrik, Moss DG and DJ John Jay.
3: control of the morning, so you take control of your day. Own the morning, so you can own your day. Start your day right, so the rest of your day falls into place. Schedule that time. It's more important than anything. Sleep 30 minutes less if you need to. Give this to yourself. Are you happy with your life? Are you where you want to be? If you answered yes, turn the audio off. Now, if you answered no and you want to grow, keep listening. Start every day with at least five minutes of powerful energy. Five minutes of positive energy
1: first thing in the morning can change your entire day. And if you can change your entire day with consistent, positive thoughts,
3: you can change your entire life. Can you do more? Can you be more? If you know you can be more, you need to commit to being more and you need to start now. You need to commit now to start every day with the mindset of someone who loves life. The mindset of someone who is going to win the day no matter what happens. You won't lose. You will win or you will learn. You will win the day because you will set your day up to win. Your first job as soon as you rise is to give thanks. Give thanks you are alive. Give thanks for everything you do have. Give thanks for everything you usually take for granted. Set your intentions for the day. Set your goals for the day. Give thanks in advance for the things you want. Put that intention out into the world. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the amazing opportunities coming my way. Thank you for the character I show today. Thank you for every smile today. Thank you for every laugh, every moment of fun. Wake up with intention by setting those intentions the night before. Wake up with only positive intentions. The morning is not the time for phones, not the time for work or problem solving. The morning is the time to get in sync with what you want. Create an unbreakable morning routine, a consistent routine that will soon bring consistent results. Ask yourself, how do I want this day to go? How do I want to feel today? How do I want to treat others? How you start your day is usually how you're going to live your day. If you start it believing it's going to be a great day, chances are it will be. If you start your day with the intention you are going to be happy today, no matter what happens, chances are you will be happy no matter what happens. If you don't start your day off in the right mindset, at the first challenge or test, you will break. You will respond with negativity rather than positivity. And what are the chances of challenges showing up? Probably around 100%. So make sure you are ready for those challenges. Ready with an unbreakable spirit. Ready with a positive mindset. Ready to redirect any negativity. Get after the life you want. It is a must. Don't let it get away from you. Run after it. Plan your day. If you know where you're going, you will eventually get where you need to go. If you have no direction, you will end up in the wrong section. Successful people have intention and they have direction. They know where they're going. That is why they get there.
0: A pleasant good evening to you all here in all flavours land How are you doing? I am Wimbo77 And I am actually Lily, good oh, evening everybody yes, we are here on the 28th of September 2021 2021 and how the nights are rolling in It's funny because I don't know where I was yesterday Oh yes, we had to go and do our shopping yesterday And it was dark outside We came outside like a month ago it was bright outside here, but the the nights are drawing in, beautiful people. And, yeah, how are you feeling about that, Lily? I don't know. I was a bit, uh, I feel a bit uneasy about it because I don't like walking around in the dark. Mm. Um, And now I, we're getting closer to that, what is it, like a month until the clocks go back? Yeah. I hate that moment. I know, you're like thinking, oh, mm. isn't it? I know you get an extra hour sleep, but. You don't get an extra. No, you don't really. really. Do you? And for me, it's, it's like I really want to get up and go to the gym really early, but mm. it's too dark. Yeah, I no. go by myself. Um I re- recall when I used to go up and um, train up on the hill, and uh, I used to get get there it's like six thirty. Mm. It was just light, but it uh, it was a bit dangerous because there was it's one point that I went there when it was really foggy, and I thought, "What were you thinking, young lady?" Oh my you know, yes, young lady You know, so <laughs> It's just one of those things, I guess But we have a lot on tonight, listeners Shouting out all the DJs over the start end As well as all of you listeners on um, in the chat room On in, on WhatsApp, on Instagram And all over the world So how are you doing? How have you been? <clears throat> have you all been I hope that you have had a great start to the week. And, um, yeah, our questions for today is, are we being manipulated by the media? Now, this is a question that often comes up, isn't it, Lili? Mm -hmm. And there's many different aspects of it today, I think. I think there's a bit more than just what we all know is being spoken about. Mm. There are a few different... Areas (laughs) today of how the how the media manipulates us. No, no. But the question is, are they? Oh yes. Sorry. Are they? I jumped ahead of myself right there, didn't (laughs) I? I did. I did did jump ahead of myself, but we're we're going to get down to the nitty gritty, and see how you know when it comes to the media, how we can be so easily influenced if we're not switched on to Mm. a degree, and really go along with. With what everyone else is doing, with everyone else that's possibly being manipulated by the media, and also the other question about being out on a a night out with your out on the night out. I've I've given this section a title. What is it? It's called naturally Lily and Wimbo's scenarios. Okay. Oh, great stuff, and they are quite a few. Odd scenarios. They are. They keep rolling in. They keep rolling in. They keep rolling in. And that's a great thing. So this one is you're on a night out and you see a girl crying and upset. You buy her a drink and she says her boyfriend broke up with her. But then you find out y'all got the same man. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Oh my goodness! Yeah, I saw this on—I can't remember—I saw if it was on Instagram or some someone sent it to me. Mm. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, Thought it was a rather interesting scenario. We will delve into that, but we also have a special guest on tonight. This princess, a BA, and she has a film premiere coming out. Mm. At the end of November, so we're finding out a little bit more about her. So, shouting out um, Charlie Muir, as well as DJ Slim and Mark Philogene for great shows last night. Fantastic! The reggae shows on a on a Monday night lately. Mm-hmm. So, um, Char, um, should I say um, DJ um, MP Charlie? Um, not Charlie. Mark Philogene. He plays from like six till eight. Okay. And it's a nice reggae vibe. As well as DJ Slim, who plays from eight till ten. Again, a nice reggae vibe on a Monday night. So guys, check them out on Mondays. And also hollowing out all the DJs as well over the start end. Great stuff. George Flavors. We'll be hollowing you all out very shortly. So our national day, Lily, what is our national day this week? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Because I'm tight. I'm sorry, I needed to sleep there. <laughs> Our national National day today is National Good Neighbour Day. Mm. So National Good Neighbour Day is celebrated every year on September the 28th and it creates an opportunity for neighbours to get to know each other better. This day acknowledges and celebrates the importance of a good neighbour. Do you have good neighbours? Do you know I yours? Have, I have quite nice neighbours, yeah. I know people either side of me they're quite nice Mm. um and a a new up the road from me was an all right fam there was a nice family but not a nice family they were nice to us yeah (laughs) they were nice to us (laughs) and then one of them ones, someone that i work with actually lives on my road so that's quite interesting Really? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, how do you kind of She's keep all right. that balance? It's fine. She because we don't really talk that much in work. Like mm. we have that we have the pleasantries, you know. As um, you do. But it's funny because a couple of months ago we had a lot of people move in on the road mm. next to us. Okay. And literally, I mean, on the road they had mattresses and everything. They were living on oh no the pavement. Wow. Right, All along a road behind us. It's like an industrial road. And I um, <laughs> went into work and I was like, have you seen? <laughs> have you seen the people moving in behind? And she hadn't seen them. And then the next day she had gone and she goes, oh my goodness, yeah. What, what are we going to do about it? Ooh. And after about three days they were gone. Okay, so they probably um, got moved on. But it's nice to, you know, if there's something we've missed, the other yeah. person can, Keep I think she's missing up. a bin at the moment and I think I you know he keeps on taking it. Really? And, yeah. Why would someone take your bin? Yeah, (laughs) if there is a reason the person's taking the bin, but it's not a. It's not someone you're going to want to argue with. Okay. Oh, my. So we're talking about National Good Neighbour Day. Have all right neighbours. Bad Neighbour Day. I have all right neighbours as well. What are your neighbours like, listeners? Um, do you get on with your neighbours are you able to um have them take your mail in if you're not home is that something because oh I've stopped doing that I have I'll only take for Matthew next door that's no, it I've stopped really there's one neighbour lives next to me she's really really lovely I'll take hers mm, see but you know when you don't know people yeah I don't know what you're ordering I think we're ordering components of a bomb for me to collect in my house <laughs> Not I never, I never even not thought of it like I watch that, you know. I watch way too much Crime Channel, sorry. Okay. Wow, so good neighbours. We're talking about having good neighbours, though. So but they could still be good neighbours. Yeah. But I'm the, the not so the one. recipient of something that you're unaware of. And yeah. that's so tr- that is really true, you know, Lily. And to me, uh, I remember up the top there, we took a couple of packages for people mm. and they weren't really the nicest people. Yeah. You'd see them, they wouldn't even say good day or anything. And I'm like... And no. they come and knock on your door for, your, for their package. Yeah, and I said, I'm not taking no one else's. I'm, I'm just not doing it. So I try not to order packages myself. Why? Out of the time when I'm not working. So if I'm at work... But it's a bit hard when you work full-time. Yeah. Like, technically, I work full-time now. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um... You, there's not a day that you could because not a lot of things come on the weekend yeah but the, the thing is you can say get them to leave it behind the bin but if they're your neighbour she hasn't got a bin no that's true <laughs> she hasn't got a bin <laughs> she had me, so what can you do that's Cause, true because that's what I've, I've um, been in work and like heard this woman say oh yeah just leave it behind the bin yeah I do that wow oh, let's not give out too but much but no it's better than, than the, the other day um, Jay got home and I was waiting for a package And it was rather expensive. Mm. And when he got home, it was just leaning up against the front door. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I was so close to, it was an Amazon package. Yes, hashtag Amazon, you're terrible. I was going to go and say I didn't receive it. Because technically, someone could have just stolen that from my front door. That's true. But then it goes to show that you do have good neighbours because they didn't pinch it. Unless it was the guys at the back that moved in on the set sofas and they might have had to... Not the sofas, on the mattresses. On the mattresses. But they were gone by that time, gone, yeah. so that's good. So good neighbours watch out for each other. Lend a helping hand and there are advice, there for advice if they need to ask. And I know last week, shouting out Matthew and mummy, um, uh, Mona. I hope you're feeling a lot better because she had a... Um she collapsed in the morning and he was oh, so close no. to, he came and I, I said, oh, I'll give him a hug because mm. he really needed one. And mm. said, anytime, knock, uh, if it's midnight, two o'clock in the morning, one o'clock, we don't mind, just knock the door mm. and we can help you if you need that help. And oh. that too is what a good neighbour's for because he was distraught, This is his mum. We've had gone through a lot of, um, throughout the year so again mm. neighbors talk about issues like it says they're there to give advice to each yeah. other and um, he said oh I really needed that mm. and he could go on his way and I've got I talk to all my neighbours. They they all come and like wait in a <laughs> line Lock outside door. my door, knocking at the door, sitting on the bench <laughs> waiting it, for a bit of advice, you don't your, they? Bring you your country life magazine. Bring me my country life magazines and so forth. So I have really lovely neighbours mm. that we all look about, look out for each other and that's what neighbourhood or hashtag Good Neighbor Day is all about. So Lily, how do we how do we observe and um, good neighbor day so being a good neighbor isn't at all that difficult starting with kindness is always the first step mm. offer a kind word even a small compliment goes a long way to creating a bond or breaking down barriers bring extra bounty from your garden or baked goods mm. invite them to join an informal celebration in your home done about that one introduce them to your pets or offer a gardening tip ask who they recommend for a service such as taxis, painting, or car care, you will earn their respect, especially if the question is something they have first hand experience with. And I think that's true. I think sometimes it's just the simple thing of saying, Oh, your garden's really pretty, mm. um, that they kind of look out for you. The neighbor that lived up the road from us, um, we had our car broken into like quite early a couple of years ago, mm. and um that particular neighbour i think he knew who it was but he was always looking out for us like there was a couple of times that the ticket warden was coming round and he'd come and knock the door and yeah. say oh just be careful your van's outside and stuff like that so they do they are the neighbours that do look out for you mm. um and joy mckay nice. says she's got great neighbours i have great neighbours surrounding me brilliant And bless people, I give thanks. And it's always good to have good people around Mm. us, especially the ones that we're living with. Because, like it said there, we can offer kind words, we can bake a cake or something or, you know, just even I know that I had my earth strong during the um, pandemic. And I invited my neighbours, they came, they had a drink. And that was really nice. Although you do get worried when you don't see some So the, the lady over the back. I know. I've noticed I I've haven't not seen, seen her. her. So yeah. I hope that she's all right. Um, I haven't knocked her door, but maybe I am I might give her a, a, a knock. Oh, <laughs> why are you shaking your head, Lily? She did pull my hair, though. She said that she had a birthday gift for me and I'd only have and to, then to pay £20 for it. But that's okay. <laughs> That's the kind of neighbor you do get those quirky neighbours as well, don't you? I'm just gonna sit my tree. <laughs> you get the odd one, I get the one we get the ones that carry all the bags and you know that they're going through stresses and problems. But at least they're not cursing you out because once she did curse me out and But you know that her off. Off, you know what her um temperament is like. And yeah. that's the one thing as well. we're people watchers, and you knew if you saw her with loads of bags mm. in bags in bags, yeah. That she had a lot on her mind because that was an outward representation of what she's like on the inside. And then the moment we saw her, oh, I'm not carrying any bags today. She must be good. She was carrying. She was happy, weren't she? That she was was just walking happy down the street, you know. Because we also have those ones as well as our neighbours, don't we? Like. The ones that might have a bit of mental health. Mm. So there's one, he loves mackerel. He's always knocking on the door for tins of mackerel. Oh, bless him. And um, daddy gave out two of mine. I, 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 I looked um, in the cupboard the other day and I had a, like a big stack of mackerel tins, right? And then I went in there for lunch and like, Oh, the mackerel's gone. Is it gone? <laughs> and daddy said, Oh. He'd give, give one to the the neighbours, so Aww. it's about sharing and caring for each other, and we all look out for each other. So, and I will say, we need to remember the good neighbours that we miss, like Paddy. We do miss yeah, Paddy, yeah, we do. Yes, Paddy. I was thinking about him the other day. he still walk past his house, and he's got his... he's um, what's it the registration plate that says Paddy in his he's window? Still there, yeah, so like, I know. And he used to give the children sweets, although we think that he he used to suck the yeah, sweets we never before used he gave to The sweets, <laughs> but. It was just lovely to know that he was always looking out for families and stuff. And he was a genuine guy. Mm, And there were still lots of genuine guys in our area. So looking out for our neighbours, it's really important. And I'm really glad, Joy, Mumra, that you have good neighbours. And I know that we have met your neighbours. And that's what it's all about. So hashtag Good Neighbour Day and... Just shouting out to every good neighbour that looks out for your people in your area. Mm. Any other thoughts on that, Lily? No. Alright, so our history then. Hailey Selassie said, what quote was it he said? Mom Before yeah. all of the Jamaicans cuss you out, it's Hailey, not Hailey. <laughs> sorry. Hailey Selassie, sorry. What did he say? <laughs> he said, he was Ethiopian, by the way, but he said, it is much easier to show compassion. I cannot see it on that green background. It is much easier to show compassion to animals. They are never wicked. Uh, do you know, when I saw that quote, I thought, wow, are they pertaining to humans because we are humankind and we can be very wicked at times, can't we? That's exactly what he's saying. It's easier yeah. to be comforting to a cat and a dog mm. than to a human being. Because you treat. A, if you treat your animal well, they'll treat you good. Yeah. But you can treat a human being as well, and you treat human beings better than you treat animals, mm. and they'll turn around and spit in your face. It's terrible, isn't it? You know. So. And as part of our history, I mean, yeah, we want to... Again, it's going back to that neighbor being a good neighbor, being a good person in society that makes a society much better. Mm. however, it's a sad fact that what he said there, you show compassion to animals because they they're not as wicked as humans, yeah, and we have seen that this week, please, and it's asking me that we'll come, question We'll come about to the that. manipulation we'll come, okay. <laughs> jumping ahead of yourself love jumping ahead of yourself so are we are we animals or are we compassionate humans that's the question we've got to ask ourselves yeah Yeah? in every walk of life Mm -hmm. all right so we know that at the top of the hour we had our motivation and it was starting your day with intention as well as Listening to that lovely piece of music, it was a, a cover version by Miles Davis, mm. um, Time After Time. Cindy Lauper, I think she'd done it originally. And on this day, uh, Miles Davis died of a stroke. Oh,
4: wow.
0: Uh, he was 65 years old and he passed away... After having a stroke. With, yeah, after having a stroke. And he brought a lot to the music... Um, Society bought a lot Mm. when it came to music. He was a genius. And Lily, do you want to highlight some of the things that Miles Davis did? Um, Yeah, so Miles Davis was a trumpeter and composer whose Mm. haunting tone and ever changing style made him an elusive touchstone of jazz for four decades. He died at St. John's Hospital and Health Centre. In California, and he was only 65 years old. Mm. Um, he didn't die from stroke, from the actual stroke, but he got pneumonia and respiratory failure after he had a stroke, which then led to his passing. Yeah. Um, but Mr. Davis never settled into one style. He always had a different format, a different style for his groups that he was in. Yeah. And he... We could hear that from the piece that we heard at the top of the show, wasn't it? Because that was a yeah. Cindy Lauper, nice rendition, whereas he would go deeper mm. into the whole jazz. I mean, when you think of a trumpet, it's only got three um, buttons or knobs on it. Yeah. But you get so, so much, much sound out of that. Mm. I think he started playing um, jazz when he was 13 years old. When it Well, his dad gave him a trumpet on his 13th Earth Drunk. Guess what his dad's profession was? Do I say dentist? Dentistry. Who was a dentist? <laughs> <laughs> he was into dentistry. I love it. Yeah. And actually, at the moment at work, we're, we're for Black History Month. Um, we are one of the sections we're looking at is people of colour that were innovators. Okay. Well, they you And there were quite a lot. There, there were quite a lot. Mm of especially within the civil rights, but before that as well, we looked at that young girl, the 17-year-old, do you remember? Mm. The sutures, there's a lot. There are a lot. And we Black History Month is um coming up and we know that the theme of Black History Month is I'm proud to be. Mm-hmm. And then you got to fill in the rest. Yeah. So more on Miles Davis, Lili. So he... Oh, sorry. He... Did di- he was you know involved in a different type different types of genres mm. um throughout his career he was involved in blues pop flamenco classical music rock arab music and indian music that's very interesting and i like the fact that he says it's cool jazz hard hop mo- modal jazz jazz rock jazz funk mm. wow i didn't know that there were so many variations of jazz mm. cool jazz hard hop or hard bop, should I say? Modal jazz, jazz rock, and jazz funk. We know jazz funk. Yeah. Because that's quite out there. But those other ones, I, I wasn't quite sure of. I've never heard of that before. He drove Ferraris and Lamborghinis wow. and did not mince his words when he disliked something. I like that. It said that he was quite flamboyant and arrogant, though. Yeah. What do you think made him that way? Was it the fact that he was so, such a genius? I think sometimes, I think <laughs> that they've given him that title because he was assertive. Mm. And I think there's this confusion and there's this crossover that when someone someone is flamboyant, someone is out there, someone's outspoken, Yeah, that is automatically kind of linked with arrogance because okay. you can't tell me, mm. you know, I will disagree with you, but I'll disagree with you with style do you know yeah. with, with this air about me um and it is a sense of genius as well that you are so eccentric and great at what you do mm. that other people look at that as arrogance but i just think is it that just he was their an, interpretation of assertive. it of who you are because some people can get the wrong view of the person that you are just yeah. but just by not taking the time out to actually get to know you on a deeper level. And I think that is a problem within our society. Someone will look at you at face value, say, and they won't take the time out to really get to know the deeper person that you are and then make the assumption that you're arrogant or make the assumption that you're, oh, you think that you're too good, that you're too good for everybody kind of thing, you know? Mm. And I think that that is wrong, that w- before we make accusations of somebody, we really need to get to know them on a much deeper level before we can give people labels. This is true, but it's not easy to get to know someone... It's not get to, It's not easy to get to know everybody on a deeper mm, level. I hear that. That most people will know you on a surface level. Yeah. Um, But I think that... When it comes to people that you work with, because I'm assuming those personality traits were described by people that he worked with okay. and that people that, that may have been beneath him, so to speak, in mm. the sense that they were more, his runarounds, if that Why? makes sense. It does. Um, and usually when someone's not on the same level as you, they don't understand your mental and... I don't think it's easy for those people to know you on a deeper level if they already have an opinion Okay. Well, they, they don't take the time out to get to know who you are as a person. Mm. So they'll only know you from afar as opposed to... But it's like, like for example, take your students. Yeah. They'll say, oh, no, they're, they're autistic. They can't do that. can't do that. They've mm. not bothered to understand like you're saying them and their autism and to challenge them and their autism whereas someone new with fresh eyes may go in and say oh yeah I know they're autistic that's the title that they're given so I know they're flamboyant Mm. but the personality and the person behind the flamboyancy or behind the autism is actually it's just a part of them it's just it's it's only one section of their personality it's not who they are in that sense, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, because I, I I recall hearing someone say today, oh, but your students are very difficult, and I'm like, they're actually really nice. Mm. They're not. They they. We all have challenging kind of students in that sense, but once yeah, you're right. Once you get to know them, if mm. you know how to work with them, that's you that. Know? That's where I think the, the whole concept of arrogance comes from. Mm. You you've come to me and you've asked me for something, and in a, in an instance, I may have given you a re- <laughs> response. Um, yeah. And you, your automatic Assumption. barrier that you put up is, oh, well, she just thinks she's all that or blah, blah, blah. But yeah. actually, in that instance, I know what I'm talking about. But if you get to know me a bit Perception. longer, you yeah. would understand why I'm saying yes, no, the way I'm saying it with such yeah. assertiveness yeah. because I know my thing, just like he knew his music. He knew the music yeah. he liked to play, the people he liked to play with. That's just the way he was. And the thing is, Miles Davis. We're talking about Miles Davis here. He enrolled in Juilliard School of mm. Music in nineteen forty-four. You know, mm. and for the first month in New York, he studied classical music by day and jazz by night. Could you imagine that that crossover? That's why he was so amazing in the sense of the the mix of music. Mm. Um, Nina Simone was the same because she was classically trained. Yeah, and I think a lot of people. Realise that Nina Simone was classically trained as well. and But Juilliard is one of the best schools, if not the best in school, York, yeah. in New York for musicians. And it says in the clubs in 52nd Street in Harlem, he'd go there, he roomed with um, uh, Mr. Davis for a time, and Mr... Oh, Gillespie. Gillespie, what's his first name? I can't think of someone, Gillespie. He was a trumpeter as well, wasn't he, Gillespie? mm um, introduced him to the um, cautery of bebop music, mu- musicians And from then he learned the harmonic vocabulary of bebop And began to forge a solo style And thus I guess um, Miles Davis was born from that Because mm. he made his first recording in 1945 He had backing, backing up um, a singer called Rubber Legs Williams <laughs> I'll have to find something from him, Rubber mm. Legs Williams And he said he also performed in the 52nd Street Clubs with the saxophonist saxophonist, um, Coleman Hawkins and Eddie Lockjaw Davis. Well, they had some really funny names back then, didn't Mm. they? In the fall of the year. He joined Charlie Parker. Charlie Parker is a great um, MD um, or master, you know, someone that takes lead of a band, Mm -hmm. quintet and dropped out of Juilliard. I also didn't finish at Juilliard. But I guess he didn't need to. Maybe it, it was For some people, him. I feel like when you have the gift and the mm. talent, you can go to school, but what's school gonna teach you that you don't already know? Mm. And that that in that sentence in itself is arrogant. Do you know what I mean? That sentence in itself is like, what are you gonna teach me about music that I don't feel already? It's yeah. a feeling, it's yeah. not yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I understand you. Um but you know, in classical circles when I guess you work for the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra or whatever big orchestras out there that you have to have a certain discipline, whereas he he broke the boundaries of that. Mm. He broke out of that and mm. they couldn't contain what he had to bring to the table a bit like the I feel great... like those are the best the the best performers, the best inventors, the best, everything. Like when you haven't stuck to being regimented by an institution, the four walls that are telling you, because that's all it is. breaking the boundaries. You're in four walls. And because you are in the four walls that were named Juilliard or were named Harvard or were named Cambridge, and you got a stamp on a piece of paper that says you went to that school, then for some reason you surpass everyone that's got talent. Yeah, there's a difference, and it's a bit like you remember we looked at the gymnast, um, Simone Biles, Biles, Biles and she she broke out of that. Yep, so they couldn't even give her a mark because she was so outstanding. So, when you break that boundary and become exceptional, (laughs) then they can't contain you within Mm. the little um, bit that they know Mm. within the little what's it called. It's sort of like suppression, box. isn't it? Yeah, the box. You that's where I. Boundary. That's where I think things like IQ tests and, ah, um, uh, what are those other tests called? The one that we did to get into Latimer. Mensa. Oh no! Oh yeah, I know that. I know but that one those those about. regimented tests that were created for. Simple, simply genius minds. I'm gonna put that. You understand what I mean, but simply genius minds. There are certain people that will be able to tick all the boxes on an IQ test and and achieve above a normal IQ beyond that. Yeah. And there are people that won't be able to get high IQ, but actually they are more genius than the top scorer. Yeah, they're on a different, a completely different level. And that's the point. So Miles Davis, he he was, um, he passed away on the twenty eighth of um, September today. Well, today, mm. and um, he was sixty five years of age. And we just thought that we would highlight Miles Davis because he was a music genius, and he brought so much to the jazz table as well as, the, he he broke the boundaries when it comes to music Mm. overall sadly as a lot of them do they end up addicted in some way shape or form some of these musicians and even think people like michael jackson prince miles davis they say that they died of some form of substance Um, michael jackson was murdered well But that's what they like to tarnish yeah. them with They tarnish their de- their genius He was there And that's, a ve- that's unfair that they tarnish the genius Hush Don't cry um, Tarnish the genius of these people When in fact they brought so much to the table mm. And we always want to remember the genius And not the demise Or how they fell in that respect Or how the media Going back to the <laughs> Manipulation makes us think About yeah. these people We'll see y'all In five Stay there, we'll be back after these Don't forget
1: to save the date The 2nd of October at the Windrush Bar Stoke Newington Old School Meets New School Soka Party presented by Domolution Promotions And free to express entertainment
2: You will be entertained by DJ Shyboy, DJ Specialist Mikey Afrique, Moss DG and DJ John J. Don't advertise your car to thieves. Keep it safe. Keep it hidden. Keep it locked. For more information, visit homeoffice.gov.uk let's keep crime
5: down. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnight from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the South Coast of Barbados with daily theme parties. The welcome party with free rum punch. The Lovers Rock concert and party. The dress in white catamaran party. The swimwear or short speech party. Comedy in the boatyard a moonlight party. The Bajan bar crawl. A carnival night in the gap. The oysters fish fry and Grill Party Night, the International Artist Night, and the Midnight to Morning farewell to Barbados Party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at Le Fleur's Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999 based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details call 0877 799 455. AllFlavorsRadio.com, The number one radio station on the net Reaching 179 countries in the world With the best variety of music
3: You're listening to the best station Where the music never stops
6: Somebody, somebody loves you back To be loved and be loved in return It's the only thing that my heart desires Just appreciate the little things I do Oh, you're the one who's got me inspired Keep on lifting It's so good
0: And a big shout out to the chat room crew, the little things I do. tuning crew, the whatsapp crew, lifting, lifting worldwide crew, and all of you silent listeners out there,
6: somebody
0: loves you bad, and saying so a big hi to Gal Gal, how are you doing Gal Gal? John Ken, how you doing, Kenny? Joy McKay, how you doing, Mumra? And not forgetting Mark Philogene from Bremen, Germany.
6: Also
0: saying hi to George Flavours, how you doing, George? Sour Malaysia. Are you settling into that September whole vibe? 50, 50 love, yeah. Not forgetting Angela, A.K. Gel, Gel, J.C. Guest number fifteen, guest three eight nine, and guest nine one four.
1: You.
6: I've experienced over and over again where
1: I've
6: given
0: 80%. And that was the sounds of Teddy Pendergrass loving you when somebody loves you back. And here now the sounds of Bill Withers' lovely day. And a big high five to Bev and you know when it sounds good you gotta take it right back so this is just for you DJ Laro from eight till ten tonight the, right. the vibe show.
2: Just one look at you, and I know it's gonna be a lonely
0: How many of you can hold your breath for as long as he holds his breath for? try it tonight
2: yeah. when the day the ladder hit up me seemed impossible to feel when someone else had started up
0: me. Also giving a big oh. shout out to Marjak, oh. Anisha, Isa and Danaya and ty Tai,
2: right
0: as well as Ray Chanel and John John.
2: And I know it's gonna be.
0: And how are you doing, Di Carlo, Sonia,
2: Da-da-da. Da-da-da.
0: Roy Da-da-da. Hamilton, Da-da-da. shouting out. David Isaac George wishing you well and it's so good to hear you are making a good recovery. big high five to Stephanie Walcott. How you doing Stephanie? You guys holding that note out there? I am. Bill Withers, sounding hot. I tell you what, they couldn't make music like that. I mean, it takes a lot to get back there again. So we have our special guest online, Princess Abie, are you there?
4: I am here.
0: Awesome, awesome. Great to hear your voice. How are you?
4: I am good, Um, Natasha. I am good. I mean, the weather hasn't been so fantastic i love it to be but uh, what we, we cannot complain
0: absolutely I, I hear you i hear you there and princess abia she has a premiere coming up with a film called all about me right and she's a print she's a, no
4: all i ever wanted sorry,
0: all i ever wanted i'm thinking of my student's theme at school because <laughs> it's something to do with that all i ever wanted and yes. um princess abia she's a She's a, a writer. She's an actress, um, and you go across the regions as well, don't you? Because you're not only based in the UK. You you also work within um, Africa, isn't it? Yes, as well I do. as other countries as well. So why did you choose the arts, a ba? Well,
4: why did I choose the arts? Yeah, it's a funny one because um, from, from young, it's always been something that I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Um I was doing it as a passion, right? And um as actors, well I always looked at the actors and actresses, you know, when I was growing up on television and I said, "Oh, I want to be like one of them." You mm. know, so it's something that I've grown up with from from young. But again, like most African parents I don't know about yours, but most African parents, they don't want to hear you say you want to be an actor or an actress. No.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> very, very true. They want doctors and lawyers and all yes. those kind of things. So,
4: right? Yes, growing up um, from primary school... Nothing goes into my head, you know. If the class, I always say this, if the class is 48, yeah, I always come out 48. And um, my mom used to say to me, is there any need for me to come for your parents' evening? <laughs> because, oh. <laughs> because I already know that you're going to come out last in the class. Oh, no,
0: that's not nice.
4: So, I, I'm telling you. And uh, you can imagine as a little girl how I felt. But whenever it comes to performing, yeah, I am up there. That's okay. the only thing that kept me going But obviously your parents are not seeing that talent
1: mm. All they want
4: to see is you working hard on your maps And getting the high grades But then it's not working I'm always coming out last <laughs> Yeah,
0: but the thing is You're coming out on top now, isn't it? And, and sometimes it's not about the academia sometimes Because no. we're not for that And it's just you, you accepted that But realised that you had a gift, You're gifted in another area, right? yes Wonderful. So, where did you get your inspiration? What inspired you then uh, after knowing that? All oh, right. So, fair enough, you were coming bottom of the class, if that's how they want to put it, because we're all individuals, right? So, yes. where did you get your inspiration?
4: Well, my inspiration again, I would say, is in my DNA. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, because it's a natural gift, you know, the way I've seen it. Yeah. And um, it, it brings me alive. Natasha, that's the only thing that keeps me going. Mm. Um, I'll give you an example. For example, um, there was a time I had um, a miscarriage. Oh, okay. You know, which, yes, which I had to deliver the baby. Right. Um, after I got out of the theater, obviously, I was admitted. Yeah. And um, I used to be with a group called the Adantes. You know, we, we perform. Yeah. And on the next day, we had a performance. And this is me lying on that bed. Don't forget, the night before, almost on my dead bed. And I thought, no, we have a performance. I cannot stay on this bed. I mm. must go. Wow. Do you know I discharged myself? Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Princess Abia. I mean... What? I'm telling you, because that's what keeps me alive. Mm. So I left the hospital, them not knowing where I'm going, mm. and my members saw me at the, um, the venue. They said, what are you doing here? I said, please, can you just pass me the costume? You know? wow. So I put a costume on and I was dancing my life away. And I can feel it in me that, listen, you don't have enough blood on you. You need to stop. But yeah. the spirit just would not stop. Mm. And the, the, um, the manager of the group said, you're not going to put me in trouble. Please, can you go back to <laughs> the go hospital? Go home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? So was but it I the emotion think... that was driving you then, all that emotion? Yes. Wow.
4: That's the only thing that keeps me going.
0: But what did you do after the Do you mind me asking you, what did you do after the performance and how did you feel after that?
4: Oh, I felt good. Yeah. But,
0: weak,
4: but really, really weak because I had lost so much blood. Yeah. You see, so I had to go back to the hospital, obviously. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: But the show had to go on, right?
4: Well, I finished it. I finished wow. the show before going back you're amazing yes.
0: wow. amazing i'm, I'm so yeah. impressed yeah. so nollywood has grown right we know nollywood is quite it's like the third biggest um after hollywood and bollywood right yes um, um between hollywood and nigerian di- work, directors working to, are you working towards hollywood status when it comes to nollywood
4: do you know what? I must be honest with you. There are good directors working to that standard. Yeah. I mean, I can name two women, you know, like Genevieve and uh, Stella Damascus. You mm. know, I, I raise my hat to them. You see, but for Nollywood, the problem we're having is obviously most directors are self-funded. Mm. Okay. So unlike the Hollywood where they have, you know, money coming from different angles, we don't yeah. have that luxury. But then saying that these women are doing amazing job, they're working to that standard, if not that standard already. Yeah. I mean, because it's Hollywood, that don't mean they don't make mistakes. Mm. Oh, Natasha, it's just that people don't notice it because it's Mm. Hollywood.
0: Yeah, and I mean, we we've seen them. There's a thing on Netflix. I think it's speaking about. Um, films that made us when we were younger mm. and it shows yeah. like some of them had very low budgets, things like yeah. Jurassic Park, yeah. Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. all those kind of ones. yet yeah. yeah, they are iconic mm. to yeah. us and I know yeah. when it comes to um, to Nollywood, I mean I love African films. I really really do. I think um the the, the, the sound needs a little bit uh, or the music can be a little bit you know, <laughs> but it's getting better. The the whole direction and everything is definitely um, elevating. So what is your film about then? What's your film about?
4: All I ever wanted is a film, you know, about a woman's journey to happiness. Yeah. Um, It's a gospel film, by the way. Okay. But then it doesn't matter what fate you are, Mm. or even if you don't have a fate. There's a message there. Mm. Um, this woman's struggling with her child. You know what it's like having depth here and there. Mm. You know, sometimes you don't know what to do with your life anymore. You want to give up. But then she has this man that came into the home as an angel. Okay. You know, to talk her, talk her through. So like in life, sometimes, you know, you have friends who come into your life. Mm. You might not know the reason why they came, but there's a purpose mm. of them coming. And once they've finished their job in your life, sometimes it could be an argument or something, and then they leave. Yeah. And that's because their purpose in your life has finished. Yeah. So they have to go for you to continue from where they stopped. So he left, and then he made me to go through some obstacles. Why, I don't know. But he wanted me to learn on my own. Yeah. But in the end, I found my part, and that was the happy ending. Oh really so it, in it, in
0: it ends with a happy ending then happy ending yes oh well, i'm glad to hear that that you have a a happy a happy ending to the film so when when is the premiere when is it due to be released
4: right the premiere is on the 27th of november yep and it's happening at the um, tabernacle in notting hill I don't know if you've been there before, but no. I'll give you the full address. Okay. It's um 34 to 35 Powys Square and I've the postcode. It. So it's 34 to 35
0: 35
4: Powis Square.
0: Poets Square is that?
4: Yeah, it's spelled as P O W I S.
0: Oh, Poets Square, okay. Yeah.
4: And the postcode is W11. Yeah. To a Y to
0: ay And that's where it's been premiered?
4: That's where it's been premiered, yes. On the 27th of November.
0: Yeah, I have that. And,
4: and it's a red carpet event, Natasha. Ooh. Okay.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'd like to get some tickets to that.
4: <laughs> oh, please do. We need more people. We have 280 seating. Oh, <laughs> wow. We need to fill up that place.
0: What's the cost of your tickets?
4: <laughs> right, the tickets are £25 for adults. Mm -hmm. Now we said this is a family film, so children are allowed to come. Yeah. And for children is ten pounds. We're not leaving the children out. Yeah. Um the time for the premiere is seven PM to ten thirty. So the red carpet starts from seven. Okay. And then we take it on till about say half eight and then say about nine o'clock we show the film.
0: Yeah.
4: Um the aim is after the film to have an after party. So we're still um, scouting for a venue closer to the place okay. for the after
0: party. I, I'll probably uh, make the after party. I have a gig on that night. It's uh, there's two events I've been invited to, as regards to day. this Yeah, and I have um, a gig. But if there's an after party, I will definitely be there. Um, let's So know. you're not
4: coming for the premiere? Is that what
0: you're saying? I, I'm sorry, my I'll love. be at
4: the premiere. I'll, I'll um, Naturally,
0: Lily will represent team, all yes. flavors. Okay. I'll bring <laughs> okay. the family. <laughs> At the, at the event, definitely. But I, I have had a booking in the, the, the book for a while. So um, when um, Anthony Everest and when he yes. introduced me to you, I'd already had a uh, booking and I did say, oh, and then there was another one. And I was like, oh, no, I can't make that one either. But never mind. Um, after party, let us know about it and we will definitely be there. So how do you think um, how do you impact Um, The young generation. How can you inspire the young generation, Princess?
4: Right. If you... um, I don't know if you saw the trailer. Um, There's a child in the film. Yeah. There's there's like two children in the film. Yeah. So we have a young little girl who is now 12 years old. Mm. Um, She narrates the film um, growing up because she was a little girl when she started. So five years later, she has come back now to tell the audience what she was going through as Mm. a child, you know, seeing her mother struggling. Yeah. So we have a young, a young girl who is in the film. So what what I have done is try to um, encourage, although yes, my daughter,
1: Mm. you know,
4: to, um, to act in the film. So like, like I said, she was five years old when she, um, she did the, um, the film. Yeah, and then we continued five years later to conclude the film. Wow. Okay. so a twelve-year-old now interpreting her understanding and her pain as a child.
1: Yeah. So yeah,
4: I would call that you know inspiring a young a young girl putting out on that on that um, ladder for her yeah. to um, have something else. So you that waited. Will, yes. You and waited also five years. Son, isn't it,
0: you waited five years in order to have that generational change yes oh wow to conclude
4: conclude on the film okay yes well it's a good it's a good one and then my my son also is in a film okay 14 14 years old yeah and um for 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 me my aim is to make films that would have children in it Mm. you know and the um 18 year old and the 20 year old because we don't have much of those people in our films yeah so that's that's the next plan amazing you know, yeah to have those age range yeah. you know in our films to encourage them you know to see our african film as something that is is good for their knowledge and yes. also for them to bring their own aspect because the way they're brought up obviously i was raised in africa yeah so sometimes the way i would do things you know sounds funny to them mm. you know so i say to them well why don't you bring your own um, experience I, I would like to have your own input so you see my young boy he's like a director now
1: oh, you know a... so,
4: so because they're featured in other films and most times i'm not there so he tends to direct his younger sister, you know, and then they see me coming back and he goes, "Mom, she's not listening to the director. I said, what did you say (laughs) to her? So, you know, things like that. So we're trying to um, bring these young people up to encourage them to come into Nollywood. Oh, amazing. I know the pay is not much, I know that, but we're going to get there at some point.
0: But it's a start, and the lovely thing is that you are including youngsters to have that vision as well and yeah I mean I don't know what this their, their schoolwork is like but we know from your experience it it really is about the purpose and your vision it's not always about yeah. the academia no. but you know what we can go on to achieve and I mean given the fact that you were as you said at the bottom of the class you're a film director a script writer an actress and you you cross the board from the UK right the way to Nollywood and I think that is amazing.
4: It is. That you've achieved that. (laughs) So what
0: what would you tell a young person who wanted to fill your shoes? What would you tell them to inspire them?
4: Right, a young person that wants to be in my shoes, I would tell them they need to be ready mentally. Mm. Because the industry is not an industry that um, you just rely on. You need to have something to fall back on
0: yeah
4: so if acting is not working you look for maybe documentary
0: yeah oh
1: you know you
4: you know like these days you have the youtube yeah you know you need to like do things for yourself Mm. don't always like feel you need to wait for someone to cast you in the film
1: yes and that's
4: exactly what i'm doing because if i'm waiting for a film director to cast me in his film I might be sitting here for another two years without doing any work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what I've decided is, okay, you get your script. Yep. Write the script that includes you. Yep. And then you can feature in your own film. Mm -hmm. And that way you're selling yourself and you're also selling your film. Yeah. So young people, they're lucky. They've got all the facilities around them. i never had that
0: yeah it was a lot harder wasn't it for us even to get hold of a camera and the right kind of quality camera isn't it
4: yes but with the young people they understand the cameras yeah so they can do things for themselves create Mm. a youtube channel yeah shot shot videos and promote it don't wait for someone to do something for you you can do it yourself that's what i would say to them
0: Oh, absolutely Oh, Princess, you, you're very inspiring And we were definitely I mean, where can we purchase tickets? Because we didn't ask where we can get the tickets from
4: Right, you can get tickets online Yeah At Eventbrite so all Eventbrite you need is, um, All I ever wanted
0: Yeah
4: Or you can ring um, these numbers
0: um, I'm going to try and put that What is the number so I can put it into the chat box
4: Okay, the numbers to call is 07. 07. 527.
0: 527.
4: 157.
0: 157. 15, sorry, 7, yep.
4: 837. 837. That's 1. Yep. They can also call 079. Yep. 0994. Mm-hmm. 0859.
0: Zero eight five nine. Do you have a website at all?
4: We haven't got a website, unfortunately.
0: No. Um but your event what is your eventbrite? It's on eventbrite. It's just called um all I, all I ever, ever wanted. wanted screening.
4: Yeah.
0: I'm typing yeah. type in screening, yeah?
4: Yes, and you you'll you get it there.
0: Okay then. Um, they
4: could also call Everest, you know? I've taken Everest number, uh, which is 07930.
0: Um, let me just 07930. 151. 151.
4: 684.
0: 684. I'll put the rest of the, the other information into the chat room um, yeah. so people can um, access that. And yeah. um, if you stay on the line, I'm just going to um, go to a short break. If you stay on the line for me. Okay. Um, then I will um, will speak to you then. But do you have any, have any last words, um, Princess?
4: Everyone, please come and support the film. Yeah? Oh. Yes, we want everyone to come and support the film on that night. You awesome. Know, we're looking forward to it. Yes. So that's
0: all I ever wanted on the 27th of November 2021. And it is, uh, not yours truly, but uh, Princess Abiyah that will be starring in that. And um, check out Eventbrite for the information. And we will see y'all in five. We'll be back after these.
1: Don't forget to save the date, the 2nd of October at the Windrush yes. Bar Stoke Newington Old School right, Meets New School soca so so Party <laughs> presented by Domolution Promotions oh, and Free to Express
0: Entertainment. Pod,
2: you will be uh, entertained really by big DJ, uh, uh, DJ Shyboy, DJ Specialist Mikey Afrik, Moss DG and DJ John Jay.
0: Uh, to, to um, get you in on that. So we finish at eight o'clock. The time's tonight. But thank you so much
5: I've just got a... we'll put the information up into the chat and box me and me mention it a couple of times leading up to the car. show as well. You hey, the to, to the
2: about the Don't advertise your car to thieves. Yeah. Keep it safe. And then we keep can, it hidden. And then we can, um, keep it locked. For more information, visit homeoffice.gov.uk. Let's keep crime down.
5: Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnight from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at the Yellow Bird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados. With daily theme parties. The welcome party. With free rum punch. The lovers rock concert and party. The dressing White Catamaran Party The Swim Whip Or Short Speech Party Comedy In the boatyard, A Moonlight Party The and Bar Crawl A Carnival Night In The Gap The Oysters Fish Fry And Grill Party Night The International Artist Night And the Midnight to Morning farewell to Barbados Party Oh, and each night There's going to be A Last Man Standing Rave At La Fleur's Bridgetown Early bird tickets Start at just £999 Based on a minimum Of two people sharing Secure your place now With a £99 deposit Followed by nine equal points Payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 877 799 455 Allflavoursradio.com. The number one radio station on the net. Reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. You're listening to the best station where the music never
3: stops.
0: Of Shaka Khan. Do you, you you me, like Do, you you Do you love what you feel? And what was Princess ABA on the show? Do you love what you feel? All I Ever Wanted screening coming on the 27th of November. Hi to Chanel Taylor Chrissy, how you
1: doing?
0: So shout out JC, how you doing JC? Gal, gal Joy McKay dance, Mark Filagene John Ked, you alright out there? Anthony Everest what you feel? Mm-hmm. Oh, what you do? Yeah. Princess at the A guest 389 and guest 914 not forgetting DJ Larrow who you can catch from 8 or 10 tonight and not forgetting um, DJ John J.E. you can catch on a Sunday morning DJ Slim Charlie Muir Darnell the Therapist Not forgetting Scott Max How you doing Scott Max? Big shout out to Angela Jo Jo There's
1: a sky in the
0: east,
1: over a pyramid, as Kisa
0: DiCarlo, Jayla and Janae. I'm giving a big high five to Bev and Lindsay. The sounds of the Jones Girls, Nights Over Egypt, as well as what was the other one that I played, lady? Shaka Khan, and do you love what you feel? So, the word of the day was our word of the day? Parley. Parley. Parley, parley. See, I thought it meant something else. So did I. I thought it was like to do with the party, but it doesn't, does it? (laughs) No. So, parlay means to turn something into to turn something into something of greater value. It's a bit like trading then. Is that parlaying? I guess so. Yeah. Turning your pounds, your pennies into... To pounds. Pounds, yeah. He says that the young actor parlayed his popularity as a teen, heartthrob, into a successful film career. So it's like a transition from something not so great into something greater than what you are, right? yeah. Since his pro debut in nineteen ninety five, Manny Pacquiao has won world titles in a record eight weight classes and parlayed boxing frame into political clout. Did they win the boxing? None of that in? sentence makes sense. Made sense to me. So did um, who's the one that was fighting in Tottenham? Did he? Oh, AJ. He lost. Did he parlay? No man. He, he oh, dear. <laughs> now I love me some AJ. Okay, I really do. But why he loses every first fight? Was it the first fight in Tottenham that he won it was or, his, or lost? Or what he was it? no. So he remember he had to fight against that big chubby guy. I don't know about boxing. I'm sorry. Basically, he had a fight against big chubby guy and didn't really train that much. Maybe because he just kind of I don't know. He didn't really. I don't know what happened, but he lost that fight, and then he had to win back his titles. Um, I do apologise, people, for the, for for the, the yelling. Round, Kenny. Um, <laughs> so he lost that fight, but then he done he rematched him, whatever, and he won the second one. Okay. So I'm a, I'm feeling like is he gonna rematch the person he fought on the weekend? Um, and then win. And then win, yeah. But, so he's not parlayed yet. No, no. We'll see. No, so it's someone that turns something of greater... Something small into greater value. Or you become greater than what you were, basically. You've parlayed. You've, you've upped your game. Upped your game. Oh, yeah. that's that's it. Upped, upped your, to your game. game. Yeah. So it says in gambling, parlay is used for a series of bets. And this is quite sad because they, they, they place a bet
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they put the original stake of money in. Mm-hmm. And then when they have the winnings they gamble the rest sorry no but that's good that's you're you're keeping your profits yeah and then gambling what you've or you're keeping your initial investment and and gambling your profits that's a good thing because then you haven't technically lost any money all right because you've made more See, this is this is my trading head thinking. Mm. You've put in a tenner, for example. Yeah. You've doubled that. Okay. You took your tenner out and then you're um, gambling another tenner. That's fine. But it's, if you put all of it in, then that's when it becomes a problem, isn't it? Then puts the original stake of money. The and, original stake, that's oh, like you said. and all of its winnings <laughs> on new wages. No, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's you not... win and then you take all of it and then you just parlay it. Yeah. And then you lose. And then you end up with zilch. But that doesn't say that they've lost. But what if they do? They take it. Because it can go either way, can't it? But that's what a gamble is. You're gambling Uh that you're going to either double or nothing your money. Yeah. But it it says it's not to be mixed with um, uh, the verb parlay, which means to speak with another or to confer. See, that's what I thought, because a, that's a pirate's parlay, isn't it? Okay, so, so conferring. This is where I got from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> when they get on the boat and they try and teeth the woman, Right, and she's a like, parlay, parlay, that means that they can't kill her because she wants to speak with the captain. Okay. Okay. Is that is that right? I'm sure that's what happens in the film. <laughs> Lily, <laughs> you've lost me there, added, but it doesn't mean that. A completely it, This parlay is spelled P-A-R-L-A-Y, and that parlay that it's you're French. talking about is part P-A-R-L-E-Y. But that says parolay. No, no, no. That here, that, the word that you're talking to speak with another oh, or L-E-Y. confer. Oh, L-E-Y. L-E-Y or L-A-Y is what we're mm. talking about. So it's really to just up your game, basically. And make something of little value into something greater. So parlay is our word for the day. We know we've got to increase our vocabulary, build on our vocabulary from day to day. And you can get one in your inbox every single day. So Lily, um, we did have a few opportunities in there. Should we just share one of the opportunities that we had? I think the one, um, this one here for the next six weeks on Thursdays between 7 and 12 p.m. Charjan will Mm. be filming his new video, Windrush, with singing sensation Kazimie. Kazim? Kazim. Do you know know who he is? No. Okay. Telephone Charjan if you want to be involved and part of this living historical event. It's happening in the heart of Tottenham, 81 Broad Lane, N15 4WD, contact Sharjon for a place in our story filming story sorry story video filming at all nations bar
4: yeah. uh, the
0: number is going to go in the chat box it's 0799089425 yeah. so if you want to be in a music video I'm assuming this is um, it's, a, it's a video with Windrush about Windrush oh okay but the, the only thing is, there's not a date there, which no. is um, quite interesting. We will put it into the chat. And then if you know anyone that's interested, please um, pass, yeah. on the message. pass on the message. As well as I saw something as well about the um sustaining the West Indian Cultural Centre. So they, they said if all of us left a pound donation, that that could help sustain. I mean, we've got quite a large diaspora of Caribbean Africans mm-hmm. that. Can tap into the, using the West Indian Cultural I Center. I thought it was gone. No, it's still there. It's still there, but they they need our support. Are we talking about the one um, on the what used to be the one way system? In was this one's in Wood Green. Ah. Oh, the one, in, the one okay. on the one way system that has definitely yeah, gone. gone. They're building flats there, but this one is like it's like the last flagship, and um, the one on Clarendon Road in. Um, oh, that's Hornsey. Yeah. Yeah. Hornsey. So, it says. You can email them to donate and get the building up to scratch. It's all to just um, update the building. Mm -hmm. And we've all, I don't know if you've been to that West Indian Cultural Centre. Have you been there before? Well, a lot of the the Caribbean Centre have it, and it's one of the last ones remaining. So they use it for weddings, funerals, all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, However, it was closed during the um, pandemic. But if we can, if it's just a pound, I mean, a pound isn't nothing much, is it? Like we said the other day, Lily, that's not even a, a, a cup of coffee at Costa. No, is it? It's really not. Right, so if we can all donate a pound to that, then that would be amazing. We will put, again, that information into the chat box. And then if you can, inf- um, um, email them and let them know that... Not let them know, but just donate to the cause. So at the top of the show, Lily. We asked the question about itching to get here, haven't you? Yes. Are we being manipulated by the media? Now we know one, the petrol thing, that whole petrol stuff over the weekend, as well as um, well we we heard in the the news that R. Kelly is going to be given a life sentence today for sex trafficking so has he actually been given a life sentence he's waiting for sentencing so he's not been given a life sentence there's a the potential for him to get a life sentence he's going to get a life sentence i do well, think you look at it okay i but, think um, they're going to be cruel and they're going to say <laughs> how old is he 50 something we sentence you to 99 years. <laughs>
1: well,
0: it's not funny but i don't understand that sentence because 99 years is basically a life sentence. Just say you give them life. Because 99 years, you live on the hope that one day... You get out. You may get paroled. That's if you're young, though. No, you're never going to get out if you get sentenced 99 years. Let's be fair. Wow. Well, are we being manipulated by the media is the question. And I, 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 I'm, I'm talking at, at it from the sense of that whole petrol business. Mm-hmm. Now, again, we're not ones to really be... Tuned into the news and all that stuff. Although I've only got, like, 47 miles left on my petrol tank. I'm just like, oh, gosh, let's hope that this thing blows <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. You'll be sitting in your two-hour line, yeah. No, not me. No, but when we we, we were um, out of London on the start end, and the, the traffic wasn't to go where people are going, the queues for the petrol station, why... Why why? give us a call, 07895-134713. That's 07895-134713. And please let us know regarding media manipulation. I feel the media can only manipulate you if you allow it to. That's true. The same people that were going and buying up all the petrol is the same people that buy in the toilet roll. Yeah. I'm sorry. That it, it is. Because do you know, the funny thing is I did everything according to um, everything according to that like, my normal kind of routine, routine on yeah. Friday. And we went away for the weekend, but we went and did a bit of shopping in the morning. Mm. And I don't usually fill up my tank, but it's only because we were traveling that when we went to get petrol in the morning, about 10 in the morning. Um, Jay was like, oh, how much should I put in? I goes, I'll just fill it up. Mm. <laughs> This was not even being aware of the situations. And then when we went to do our shopping, we were just like, something's not right. Yeah. Because the car park was pack out for the shopping mall where we went to go and do our food shop. But Aldi was empty. Right. Even yesterday. <laughs> we that made no sense shop. to me. They were all queuing to go into the petrol station. Yeah. Because when we went away, the queues were outside Asda but no one was actually in Asda doing shopping. There was people sitting in queues to get £10 worth of petrol and they weren't, they're filling up the jerry cans and someone said... bags, they were filling up like bags, isn't it going to erode the bag? Oh, for goodness sake. I saw people filling up like, not even black bags, but like the light bags. A woman bought a pack of, you know, the 12 packs of water. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) A 12 pack of water. And she poured out all the water for each of the bottles and filled them But that shouldn't be allowed either, because, come on, people, if we, are, if we have common sense... They don't, though, mum. If you mom. go about the point. The same, uh, the same as normal, there would be enough for everyone. But everyone gets into this panic, which I don't understand. Because these are the same people that are going to be going and buying out all the chicken off the shelf because they told them that meat was going to run out in two weeks. Well, if you go and buy out all the chicken off the shelf in Aldi, of course all the chicken and the meat is going to run out in two weeks because you've got a stock of it in your freezer from two weeks when you went and panic bought it. Common sense is not <laughs> common <laughs> anymore. Thing is, they don't even eat that amount of chicken. Oh, so so why so do so they? Why? Why the mentality? I don't understand it. It says that um, no, the UK is not out of petrol. Here's what's really going on: some petrol stations have temporarily closed due to fuel shortage, but that's not the full picture. That's because people were going yeah. and buying up all the petrol. Yeah, people are panicking, right? They are panicking, and it's it's not necessarily. It's it's. Um, like you said it's an out of date business. What's that now? Come and tell me. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I don't know if this is true, so don't shoot the messenger. Okay. But from from what I gather, apparently fuel has an expiry date. Right. And obviously we was in the lucky lockdown for a ridiculous amount of time <clears throat> and the <throat> petrol fuel cells were lower than projected. Um, and when you create panic, panic usually pushes people to yeah. go and buy up the one thing that you tell them you're running out yeah. of. Yeah. So they got this whole system to go and buy mm. the soon-to-be-expired petrol. And that also being said, I don't know if anyone else is aware of this, but they are changing over the types of fuels we put into our car. So it's gone from something like E10 to E5 um petrol and I think the new version that is being put into the cars is damaging to the older models of okay. cars so they'll now not only have you used that gone off petrol if it is gone off and spent out all your money for petrol that you're not actually going to use because you can't go nowhere because there's all the roads are full up with traffic because everyone's trying to get into the petrol station um, <laughs> but <laughs> you are also now driving your old chitty chitty bang bang <laughs> that is now filled up soon to be filled up with petrol that's going to mash up your tank that now you can't drive that chi chi bang bang so you go I forgot time by a Nokia. i'm putting money in that system again <laughs> i'm sorry guys. the thing is as well i know when i put petrol in the tank last week because i was coming home i thought let me just fill up before I went to mum's and um not not the fact of knowing anything about any petrol crisis because we don't watch the that news right? that we don't um, it was only one pound thirty four, and it's gone up to one pound £1 forty five. One pound forty seven today. What? Yeah, BP. One pound la- Yeah, and I was like, "Can these people? They're robbing us. they you <laughs> have caused this. You people out there that bought up all the toilet paper because you know I feel washed on a butty, right? Really? You went out <laughs> and bought more petrol that you don't need." That now they've gone and put up the price. Do you know how much it is for Uber? So there was not enough Ubers. Because obviously their cars as well, isn't it? So there weren't enough Ubers. There wasn't enough Ubers. So people ordering Bolts. It's, Bolt? it's a new version of okay. Uber. £95 for Stop a journey. Me. I saw a picture of a meme that they had a, a gallon of um, petrol for £500. <laughs> Like this is ridiculous. Come on, guys. We we need to get. Well, with don't worry, this guys. If you run out of petrol, don't worry. Because if you need some help, my friend Sunflower Jerry oil. can. Jerry can. About <laughs> 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 a today. Okay Lily. Oh guy, I'm really sorry. I just don't understand the concept. It's going back to I don't we being understand manipulated the concept by the media because I remember being at Mum's last Thursday and every oh. 15 minutes if not every 10 minutes on I think she had it on LBC or whatever we're running out of petrol. No, we're not running out of petrol. We're running out of petrol. No, we're not running out of petrol to the point of Saturday the queues for the petrol station Good no, unbelievable. Um, go 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 unbelievable. My um, source just also said to me. So for all those people that need to get things like PCR tests and that for travel and all that stuff, mm. um, or if you had symptoms for COVID and you need to order a PCR test that comes by courier, couriers also need to get petrol for their cars and their vans and their bikes. So the wait for that is going to be longer now as well because we have no common sense in this country. It's funny because I went to an event Mm -hmm. on the the start end as well and no one's collecting PCR tests. It's like they're just... No, not PCR, that's LFM... What's it called? Lateral flow. Lateral flow test, yeah. No one's collecting them. Everyone's going going to every stall and when they come to that stall, they're just like (coughs) walking straight like this because people are done. Mm. And again, it's going back to this manipulation by the media that puts ideas into people's heads and we can't again are we thinking for ourselves that's that's the next point are we really thinking for ourselves to say do you know what let me take a step back here and think think logically that if we allow things just to go as normal and don't fill up (coughs) 10 tanks of petrol when we only have a liter tank in our car that will last us as long as it's going to last us and thinking about other people. That's why going back to that quote, sorry, Lili, I'm not going to cut you, that Haile Selassie said, it's much easier to show compassion to animals. They are never wicked. And in this world, a lot of us are just thinking of ourselves and that is the issue i feel there is an agenda i feel like this whole situation to do with the petrol to do with the food shortage to do with um taxes going up and all that stuff is just another catalyst now Mm. because obviously there's also brexit yeah that's happened yeah that people voted for that everyone's realizing and i'm being opinionated on this one because i am Mm. was a stupid idea Right? We can see the backlash of it all. But this is what I think the the agenda is. Mm. I think the agenda is we didn't all agree in the cabinet to go forward with this Brexit deal, but we have to do so called what the people have asked us to do. But is it if we show them that we don't agree with this idea and we gradually work our way back into the EU after over the next five to ten years, they won't actually notice that we were the ones that made a big boo boo and we made them look like the idiots. And the funny thing is was I was listening to I think it was BBC Radio Four, um, this it was actually today or yesterday, and they were speaking about the truck drivers and they've offered them these incentives of um I think it's about twelve twelve thousand pounds for three months working. Mm. But they, they're not even willing to come because they're like, right, you've offered us this money, but what are the regulations? Do you expect us to drive for 24 hours? Yeah. Do you expect us not to drive um, on the start ends, on the weekends, and then will we have to pay for our room on board? Mm. Lots of... Lots so is of it even going to be worthwhile them coming? Yeah, lots of little things that maybe we think, oh, 12, 12 grand, but no. You've got to look at the bigger picture. Twelve grand for three months. It's only four three grand months. a month. Yeah, but but the bigger picture of it all, visas, and they're offering them all these these things, but you just sent them all home, saying you didn't want them. You wanted to exit, and all the people. But this, this. All the people that said, "Oh, they're coming here and stealing our jobs," because no one here wants to do that. No, but they saying they're stealing our jobs. So why don't you go and do it? Because that's the point. They don't want to do it. But so what? they'd rather so people let stealing their jobs. Then they'd rather sit and cry that they the universal credit is go- and this is not against anybody that actually needs universal credit that wants to work but cannot work or is mm. working and they need that extra top up. This is nothing against them. I'm talking about those people that don't care and they're happy to just sit in their house, watch Gogglebox, and not do anything but live on the universal credit that pays for everything. Yeah. And they are the ones that are sitting at home and are complaining. Oh, they're cutting our they cut 20 pounds a week. But go and do something about they it. They needed the fruit pickers over the, over the harvest. We saw so much fruit gone off when we went strawberry picking... There was a lot of, of food gone off when we strawberry mm. picking. There are a lot of jobs. There are. There are a lot of jobs out there. I found out today, so I work in dental, and I understand that some jobs externally that aren't in the NHS are not secure, and I get that. There are There is such a shortage mm. of dental nurses... And trainee dental nurses, so people that want to train to be a dental nurse, out in the practices, because of the fear of furlough, the fear of being, you know, told we can't employ you anymore, the fear, 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 there is such a shortage of dental nurses that people are having to hire people that are qualified, but they're so below standard, Mm. but because they have a position to fill... They can't help but get the below standard person, whereas they would prefer to get a trainee that they couldn't train. Is that because they don't to want be... to pay the right um, No, because these people are being offered the same you would get in a hol- in hospital. Okay. Whereas before, the, the pay for a practice is not that much compared to a hospital job. But you are getting someone who can't even apply for a job properly and you're yeah. still having to give that person an interview because you think maybe they'll be a good worker. But substandard. So you sub-standard. would prefer to get a mm. trainee or an apprentice, but because people are so scared that they're going to lose their job, no one is taking those trainee positions. Wow. And these are the same people that will sit at home, no, nah, I can't find any work. But you can find work because yeah. I know that there's work out there. What do you do in that situation? Because it is true, going back to being manipulated manipulated by the media and for those that do watch the news on a regular I mean these always saying oh you should watch the news da 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 but then you end up in a stupor as some of these people have done and yeah the news is is credible that we need Sign to it. hear some of it yeah we need to hear certain things but is there like Lily said another agenda is there something behind the things that are being put out there, are they just distracting us from something else? I think it's sad that we live yeah. in a society where we have to second-guess everything. That's what I think is sad. Is that sad. is a society that we live in, Lily, I think it. I think the fact that we have to consider mm. the news that we're getting, is it... legit? <laughs> we know a lot of it isn't. Look at, Look at what's happened. Look at what's happened. And is that because people are small-minded or is that because people don't think for themselves is it because they're fed by what the media says it's all of those things yeah because you can't tell me you've got half a tank of petrol that you only use on the weekends to do a shop to do a shop one of you in the house driving that person's at work five mm. days a week so you're not actually going to use the car during the week you walk to take your children's school or or to go to the corner shop or whatever you're f- Cupboards are full, yeah. but you're going and sitting in a queue for two hours to buy petrol that you don't need. So that's what we've got to ask, what is the panic really all about? Because if we're just going about things as we as we were on a daily, then these things really wouldn't matter. But it's like what you said to me the first lockdown when I went into, I think it was Lidl, and all the shelves were empty. Mm. And you said, if we was not in this so-called developed country where everything's so readily available to us, not being able to go into the shop and buy a packet of nappies wouldn't phase us. And it's the same with the petrol thing. Because we're so used to having everything so readily available to us, I'm just going to jump in my car and go and put in £20 worth of petrol. Mm. You're used to that. When someone tells you that luxury that you have is going to be gone next week, you're going to panic. You're going to go and get... You're going to go and get what you think you're going to run out of yeah. because you're so used to having your car available. It's not even about the petrol. It's just the fact that you have the ability to get in your car and drive where you want to drive without having to worry about getting on public transport or, you know, calling a cab. Yeah. It's the fear that you don't want to be without. And the funny thing is, <laughs> I heard the job, job come in today and I was like, she said it was in Twickenham. And I was like, oh, well... I've only got such and such note in, my, <laughs> in my petrol tank. I don't know if we'll be able to make it there. Mm. And it's horrible to have to think like that because at the, en- the end of the day, it should just run. But because people panic and just get into this, I don't know what they see, red or what, and they feel like, no, no, I've got to get on it. And you will queue up for two hours with your tank running, mm. running down the petrol. Yeah. That's, that's running down well. the petrol to queue up and wait. Because well. every time you start your engine you're rinsing out your petrol and you will sit in hours of traffic just to fill up the petrol that to you just fill up, lost. Your, fill up the tank of the petrol that you just rinsed out. Do you know the sad thing as well? I know people that sat in those queues. Really? I knew I know people that sat in those queues, and I'm just like, I know you can walk to work. I know. You can walk to get your shopping. Mm. I know this. So, so why are you, why are you doing that to yourself? You're stressing yourself out for for no reason at all. I'm serious. Once my petrol is finished, it's finished. Yeah. I have to walk and drop them in the rain. I have to walk and get to where I need to on foot. And you know the great thing is now, delivery do delivery delivery of your your Shopping. you can order your shopping online Let them worry about the two hour petrol queues Because I won't be sitting in them Very true And Malcolm Pryor says that has always been their intention To manipulate the media Mm. To manipulate As well as Aaron He says yes Covid showed us exactly how much so And Ken Robinson says Most definitely the dirty government And media and people Who are paid to push their narratives Gary King says yes Big time and Steve Salveri says, can fish swim? I don't agree with any of those comments. You don't agree? I don't think you can be manipulated by the media unless you allow them to manipulate you. OK. I, I don't think in this, this system of mm. things now that we're living in, <clears throat> someone gives you a piece of information that you have to stand by as law. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, what you see on your TV you know what you see on your TV, what you see in your phone, what you see on wherever you get your news from. Yeah. You have the power to decipher whether you want to go by it as law and want to take it as fact. Or research. Or do your research yeah. or just be like, nah, we're gonna run out of petrol. Alright, cool. Yeah, that was me. I said, well John John's got a bike in the garage, we just have to cycle. You just got to have an alternative and not be so phased and fearful. This is the thing, it's the fear that is instilled or put into people that drives them to make really crazy decisions. Mm. And we don't want to be those people that are are driven by the fear that makes us make those crazy decisions. Mm. We'll see y'all in five <laughs> a bit. Shout out the chatroom crew. Worldwide crew. Tune-in crew. Instagram crew. And all you silent listeners out there. Sounds of slave. Touch of love. And yes, Lily, we were speaking before the break. we didn't even touch on that f- the other question that we highlighted, did we? The scenario As regards the scenario, the scenario. yes, the scenario and um, I mean Wiki says as regards to the manipulation of the media, that it is the greatest threat to liberty and humanity than ever before since the advent of technology. So media is a threat to um, humanity, And I I agree with him there Mm. And as as Angie said said, It's a matter Or speaking on doing our research When it comes to certain things Mm. But some of us are fed and led And some of us are are not fed We want to feed ourselves And that's the difference It's feeding ourselves And really knowing And understanding what we're, what we're up against. Mm. You know, speaking in the break there as regards to certain things, but we won't divulge that right now. we would leave that for another time. But that other question, Lily... We will be doing the scenario at some point because I think it's quite interesting. Yeah. You're on a night out and you see a girl crying and upset. You buy her a drink and she says that her boyfriend broke up with her. As you talk, you then find out... Y'all got the same man. What do you do? <laughs> Daddy and I spoke about this. We, you can look at it from so many angles. Because he might have broken up with her. Because of her. Because of her. Yeah, we had this discussion too. Yeah. He didn't break up with you that bought the drink. He broke yeah. Up with, but then also, he was seeing you both at the both same at time. Both at the same time, yeah. I love what An- Anisha says as regards to that. She said, "Let me let me find it. She said that... Buy myself a drink and say, I broke up with my boyfriend too. (laughs) Laugh out loud. I love it. I love that. Wow. I broke up because obviously it's about our dignity and self worth to think that a guy is seeing both of us at the same time. But he might have made the decision to stay with me. Like you should have been straight Or he might have been on the tail end of that one There's so many ways and angles you could look at it What are your thoughts just before we finish We are, actually we only have 7 minutes Or 8 minutes of the show left So 07895 If you have anything to say please let us know 07895 There's many ways you can look at it I Personally think She needs to have a conversation with her man. Yeah. Because we said boyfriend. It's not fiancé. It's Mm. not husband. It's not... Baby father. Because Daddy said about the kids. And I said no. She didn't say baby father. How solid is this... Relationship. We're we're seeing the same man. Yeah. Dating. Remember we said the dating and the relationship. What... (laughs) Where are we in the time frame? Yeah. Because if it's an early timeline, then it's a bye. Yeah. Whether, whether you broke up with that person or but not. But it might be an early timeline for him as well and her that he said, you know what, I don't want to see that other person. And then mm. it's an early timeline for them. <laughs> so Lynn, uh, Beth says she would send him a picture of both of us. Oh, having a, oh <laughs> oh <laughs> having oh a my. drink together. <laughs> your girlfriend. Oh, gosh. But then I guess what it depends on his reaction from that picture then, doesn't it? Yeah. That's a good, that's really good, Bev. I love that. The fact that you'd send a picture in and just gauge it from that. Found your girl crying, bought her a drink. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Scary. But then, I I mean, that's the thing. Like you said, dating and relationships, two different things. If you're dating someone and you've made no commitment, then you can date as many people as you want, I guess, at the same time. Whereas if you are in a committed relationship with someone, that makes it different as well. Mm. doesn't it so dating or relationship and did it say that they're in a relationship it says that you were you were both boyfriend and girlfriend boyfriend and girlfriend what does that mean so he had given her that title and given you that title of girlfriend or could you have just could you have just um adopted it because a boyfriend i've got lots of boyfriends no you don't i have male friends you have are they called male friends or boyfriends I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just how you look at something. Were they really seeing each other? How were they seeing each other? You know, I'm assuming, it, it... no, I'm assuming if it was boyfriend and the girls crying, they were more than just, oh, we went out for a couple of drinks and we bought dinner. Okay. So it would have been a, a, a slightly long term No thing. one cries over... A couple of Turtle Bay meals and some cocktails. <laughs> do they really? Who, go, who goes to Turtle Bay? Exactly. <laughs> right. I hear you, Lily. What? What? What is our um, what is our thought for the day as regards to ra- wrapping up the show and the hundred greatest principles? So I've chosen a different category today. I've chosen intelligence. Okay. Based on all the un- unintelligent actions <laughs> of the weekend, Coco Chanel says, "Yeah." It's amazing how many care sorry. Wow. It's amazing how many cares disappear when you decide not to be something mm. but someone. Say that again. Oh. Yeah. You heard it. Yeah, say it again. It's amazing how many cares disappear when you decide to decide not to be something. But someone. Yeah, that means you're thinking, again, thinking for yourself. You don't want to be a part of the crowd. You don't want to be a thing. But you want to be me. You me. don't want to be part of the multitude that fell into the... The, the majority. ...majority that went out and sat in the queues. I, yeah. Because you do become part of something then, don't you? Yeah, you become a number. Yeah. This is the, the millionth line. person to panic by petrol. mm Whereas you stand alone you say, you know what, if I run out of petrol, I'll run or I'll cycle or I'll walk. And that might mean me setting out slightly earlier, but I'm still gonna get where I wanna go. Mm. And that's mind you, I think a lot of the trains were off as well, weren't they? Um the, the timings and stuff as well. There My was train lots was of was people running late. Packed. Both yeah. this morning and this afternoon. Yet yeah, we just had a pandemic, and I'm sure someone tried to call in sick because <laughs> <laughs> they said they couldn't travel into work. It was like, I'm sorry, we're all going through the same petrol crisis. Yeah, um, but then we all have the option of working from home. Come on, people, we no, just work from not home everyone for these has. Years. If you are patient facing, you don't have the option to are work. Patient, from patient. That's fair enough, patient facing. But Lily, again, the the irony of it is, we all work from home for nearly two years, and I think Pope people have been traumatized from that experience of working from home yeah because if you think if you are living Mm. on your own yeah or living with a partner that you can't necessarily bear to spend all day with you do not want to be working at home you want to be in the office with your office mates yeah you know you don't want to be stuck at home 20 27 25 8 Listen, I'm gonna quickly read Chanel Taylor's um, thoughts in the chat room. She says it has nothing to do with females, so take it up with your community man, and because that's what he is he's a community man. Or he's, oh, he's a spreading himself man. around. Okay. I love it. How can we have the same boyfriend at the same time? Mm. Nope, and or oh, nope, <laughs> and because ninety percent of women always defend their no good man and have to go at the female who owes them no loyalty. That's true. Cause we didn't look at it from that context Ooh. that you would like, get down the girl's throat. You shouldn't have to. Of, a lot of women do that. A lot of women then jump on the woman and was like, he's mommy. Yeah. When he didn't have the audacity or the, 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 the respect to have you up on a pedestal and say, no, you're the one and only mm. guys. We have come so close to the end of the show. One minute left to go. And wow, time, time has beating us, beaten us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your comments. Thank you so much for always supporting us. And we we love you. We love you guys. Please check the schedules for the DJ Times of Playing Live on the show. And remember that we have a Facebook page or group to allflavorsradio.com. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I guess all we have left to say is we'll see y'all on the other other side. side. Take care.